The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. San Antonio's Sports Center. The Saints move to 2-0. They beat Carolina 20-17 and the Steelers get to 1-1 as they beat the Browns 26-22. Unfortunately, the Browns lost their star running back Nick Chubb with a significant knee injury. The Dallas Cowboys released running back Ronald Jones coming off his two-game suspension for violation for performance-enhancing substances. And Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports says Jimbo Fisher's seat's getting a little bit warmer. Sports Center is brought to you by Byers Barricades, the Texas Authority in Barricade Rental. BuyersBarricades.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the oh, left hand oh. slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Begin each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. That's Rudy. I'm Rob. Easy's putting the button, pushing the buttons. Clarence Hill is here. Think so, Clarence? You here? Of course. Man. Good morning, good. sir. Man, how are you, you this morning? Be, you guys got to be hyped with that 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 intro. I like that, man. Yeah, man. man. Wake people up, man. Get people excited. <laughs> I'm here, man. What's up, man? How, how how's the weekend? How was how was the Cowboys? How they look in person? I got to. I'm not watching that TV. I ain't watching it up close and personal like you. I mean, seventy to ten. Uh, they outscored their opponents the first two weeks. Who looked better than the Cowboys the first uh, two weeks? You know what? Thank you, Clarence. I'm sending the gift in the mail. We just argued about this, screaming and yelling at each other. I don't think anybody can hear. Like, why, so, why, are, you, why are you arguing? Because you really, so you really saying that right now? You got them. If you're doing your power rankings, we just do two weeks, not last year, like Rob said. Just two right weeks now. in, you got them better than their boogeyman, San Francisco. I said no one's played better. No one's. You're not running for office, field. Clarence. You can be. A, you can. You can be straightforward. I mean, no, he's I mean, answering. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand what's, what's, the, what's the debate. No one's had two more impressive wins. Thank you. Than the Cowboys the first two weeks of the season. What's debatable about that? You, what, what, what is, what's up for debate? Seriously, Clarence. What's up for debate? Clarence, you you been to ten. You've been watching football too long. Your eye test does not show you. Forget the score. Your eye test does not show you that they're better than San Francisco. What they did to Pittsburgh and then the tough Rams team? Come on now. Oh, oh now, now the Rams are tough. Oh, now, now the Rams are tough. Wow. Wow. <laughs> they're better now, this year, now, Clarence. Now, now Pittsburgh is good? Pittsburgh is good? That offense is good? The quarterback Pittsburgh? wears gloves. Did you watch Pittsburgh last night? Clarence, the Cowboys kicked okay, okay. five. I think Brandon Aubrey still okay, kicking. Okay. Okay, see, 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 this is, you know, this, this is my problem. Talk to me. We're going we gonna to argue here, but you can, I never said they were better than, and could beat them on paper. Okay. Yeah, I, I need uh, okay. some reading and comprehension and listening. I, uh, I said no one's had two more impressive victories. Okay. That's, that's not debatable. That's okay. 
That's that's not debatable. No one's had two more impressive victories than the Cowboys. I never said they were better than the 49ers on paper. That that can be it has to be proven, and certainly the 49ers have beaten them last two years. All that makes sense, but the Cowboys certainly have a good chance to be 4-0 going to the 49ers game, and, and we're going to find out. But, there it is. But as of the first two weeks of the season, no one's been more impressive on the field mm. from what we've seen than the Cowboys. That That's not even debatable. Oh. And, and you you say and you and you say the you you point out they went over Pittsburgh. Okay. And, and you act like Buffalo did not just I'm not Buffalo. The Jets did not just beat Buffalo. That Jets defense is damn good. And, and, and coming to the season was probably better than Pittsburgh's defense. You know you know we all excited about Pittsburgh because they beat the Browns and and, <laughs> and, and looked horrible and then Deshaun Watson looked horrible. You know, and, and they didn't do nothing against San Francisco. But you can't tell me the Pittsburgh defense is better than, than Buffalo, than than the Jets defense. Jets defense what? has playmakers at every level. And and I understand your quibble about the field goals, but they moved about up and down the field against a very good Jets defense with a one of the best defensive lines in football. And yeah, it's hard to score in the red zone. Yes, but damn it, they have they have they have. Backup offensive line guys up there. You don't have Tyler Smith up there. You didn't have Brandon Cooks. And they walked up and down the field against that team. Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star-Telegram, right here on San Antonio Sports Star. You get him every week. You know where you need to be. Now, um, what were we can obviously five field goals. you got to kind of talk about red zone. Now, there was some talk that, you know, maybe they took their foot off the gas in the fourth and they didn't, you know, they didn't need them. So why go in deep into the playbook when you don't have to? But there is, you know, reason for concern. Is there any kind of behind-the-scenes thought that maybe we need to address a red zone issue that might begin? Well, I would say this. On paper, one of the biggest problems, first of all, again, we talked about this to McCarthy yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Jets' defense is damn good. That defense line, it's hard, it's hard to score in the red zone. That's why they call it the red zone. People don't break. Things are tougher down there, all of that. So let's just, number one, that's not an easy defense mm-hmm. to score against, and it won't be easy for other teams, and they will have more success against other teams not named the Jets' defense. But, yes, you want to score in the red zone. Again, we, 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 there were some play calling issues. Mike McCarthy admitted, you know, the reverse was not a good decision. It ran right into the defense, so, some different things there. Uh, Quentin Williams is damn good. He beat T.J. Bass, like the third string Guard a couple of times for some plays down there. Who was who was out there? You had Zach Martin out at times. Chuma Odogo, who who was starting in place of Tyler Smith, was out uh, with an injury. All that played a role. And what is also true, because uh, I was talking to you know some other reporters yesterday, the Cowboys don't have a red zone threat. Mm. They, they don't have Zeke. Mm. which I would have brought back just for a short yard because he scored 12 rushing touchdowns last year. So they don't have a physical back that has a nose for the end zone like that. Although I like Tony Pollard, he's, he runs stronger than a lot of people give him credit for. But they don't have that hammer in the backfield. And they don't also don't have that mismatch on the outside. There's not the Cowboys tight ends are good, they're nice, but they're not mismatches. You know, they're not guys who, you know, you, you're gonna throw up the ball up to. And that receiver the same. We love CeeDee Lamb, but he they don't have any Des Brown. They don't have a jump ball guy that, that's a mismatch down there. So everything has to be schemed and perfect and blocked perfect for them to score. <laughs> when will they call up the Chiefs or one of these other teams that need a receiver and offer Michael Gallup? 
<laughs> and I mean that respectfully. I like Michael, and I was pulling for him, Clarence, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, what's that got to do with the red zone? <laughs> how, does that, how, does that help, how does that help him score in the red zone? You, you, you right. Gallup? Because, I mean, the, the, let's just roll with Tolbert. He looked better than Gallup did. No, well, they played, first of all, they played different positions. Tolbert True. Playing, you know, they, they played different positions. And, you know, uh, they're, they're going to make a point to try to get Gallup into the game. I don't think Gallup looked bad. They just threw the ball. I mean, he didn't. how many targets has he had the first two weeks? They ain't had many. Not like he's out there dropping passes, you know, but, he, you know, the, he doesn't have a lot of targets. Uh, one thing I know, that this, this is my own opinion, okay. is that Gallup is a long strider. He's certainly more fit for the offense than Kellen Moore run when you've you got more vertical routes. Mm-hmm. This is a quick game. You know, gotcha. They're getting the ball out quick. You know, they get, got, you know, getting out the ball out of Brandon Cooks and CeeDee Lamb in the backfield. You know, you look at most, a lot of Dak's passes are at the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage. You know, I don't know if that's Gallup's game. Good point. You know, he, he, he's a downfield guy, vertical guy, you know, but and they're trying to get the ball out quick, get the ball out of Dak's hands quick, get the ball to different guys so they can make quick moves. That, that, that's the screen game. All that, that's not him. And so I don't know if all that fits. You know, maybe when teams start coming up to pressure that and take that away and the Cowboys have to go on top, that's what that's you know, that's when, when Gallup gets more involved. But they're gonna try to get Gallup more involved. They they understand that. But but I think that the the, the style of offense they play up impacts uh Gallup's role. Uh, Clarence Hill Jr. right here on San Antonio Sports Star. Catch all of his stuff from Fort Worth Star Telegram. If you're a Cowboy fan, you know where you need to be. Uh, you know, we talk about you know getting Gallup the ball. Was there a concerted effort to get the tight ends involved, or is that just what the Jets gave them? No, I mean I, I think that they always like their tight ends. I don't yeah. know, if, you know, I don't know if they got, you know, you go back to last week, the tight ends were involved. Yeah. I mean, what well, they, you know, they just dropped three, four passes <laughs> last week. They didn't drop them this week. But I mean, I, I think they, they like their young tight ends, and and, and you know, again, this offense. Uh, is, is going to get the ball to them, find ways to get the ball to them. And, and Dax, you know, he's going to try to throw to the open guy. I mean, he's going to try to throw the CD first. And, you know, as we saw, that the CD is going to be a big part of this offense and, and what they do. But he's going to spread the ball around and get to those guys, get the ball to those guys. Did you tell Todd Archer to leave Dak alone? I thought Dak was going to come down and go upside Todd's head. He, was, he wasn't too happy with Todd's <laughs> questioning the other day, man. You, you know, I wrote a column about that. And I'm, I'm, uh, listen, Talk Dak, to is me. The ultimate, Dak is the ultimate professional. Always been professional, leader, decorum. But he, he, he's tired. He's tired of it. Right. And he should be tired of it. And he's entitled to be tired of it. And I like Todd. It wasn't about Todd. No, I Todd know. That's a legitimate question. Uh, you know, because – but. Th- the, the stuff he's had to deal with since the end of last season over the interceptions, the narrative that to me is just way over the top from FS1, ESPN, everybody, and Dak has been professional. He answered all those questions in minicamp. He had OTAs, training camp. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. And, you know, to bring it up now, you know, he's tired of talking about it, Good. especially after the, the two games he's had. Do we want so, that from him? It, I yeah, think I want that from him. Clarence, I, want him to, I want him tired of this. Clarence, you tougher on your kids than you are on Dak, yeah. man. You know, and, I, and you a great father. You got a daughter at Rice. You got you done raised beautiful kids. You harder on them than you are on Dak, Clarence. Come on now. I'm not being hard. I'm, I'm showing you an understanding of where he's coming from. And he's right. And I looked it up. And I got the numbers for you, okay? What about the year before? What about the year before that? What about the year before that? The notion, and I've been, first of all, I've been saying, I've been screaming the roof about this all offseason. 
the notion that he's some type of reckless quarterback that just always throws interceptions has it, it's sensational it's taking life right. and it's patently false so when you see when he, the stat was hey this is the first time since you know last year that you've gone two games without interception and he didn't it didn't happen <laughs> last year but mm. go back to the year before and go back to the year before that and go back to, it happened 2016 2017 2018 2019 2020 he went several games without back-to-back -back interceptions and games. But we act like last year is his DNA, and that's historically not his DNA. That's all I'm saying. It's historically not, and we won't say that truth. We that's just act like last year is who he is, and historically that's not true. That's patently false. And really, when you what you broke down for us at training camp, Clarence, was 15 really isn't a lot. It's when, not. when you look yeah. back at back when you look numbers. back historically, look at it, Peyton Manning. Yeah, Eli was doing twenty six, twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cared. That, that, that's all I'm saying. It is, so you know, we, we go crazy. And, and and one thing that would again, no one wants to throw an interception. Dak doesn't want to throw an interception. They know Mike McCarthy. They try to. They're addressing that. Certainly, they're addressing it with how they run offense. The understanding on offense, being on the same page. You know, the receiver's been on the same page. Certainly, a lot of interceptions weren't his fault, some were his fault. They want to address it. But, but again, my thing and Dak's thing and most of the Cowboys' thing and anybody understands it is that we made a bigger deal about Dak's interceptions than we did the fact that Josh Allen, who, mm. you know, which is a perfect example, of, you know, right. from week one to week two, Josh Allen has had more turnovers, total turnovers of Dak last year, has had more turnovers the last three years, but nobody's screaming at the roof doing breakdowns at ESPN about Josh Allen's interceptions and, and want to know, you know, and what is he going to do to fix them? We're only talking about Dak. And week one to week two is a perfect example against the Jets. The Jets team, you know, again, that turned Josh Allen over four times, three picks, a fumble, and a win in week one. Week two, that goes 31 or 38. Mm. Only misses seven passes to 38 attempts, 255 yards, completes his first 13 straight passes, throws two touchdowns, 255 yards passing, and they win 30 to 10. And but almost threw a pick know, six, but Sauce Gardner can't I, catch. Why are you sir, leaving that sir, out? Sir, don't leave sir, that out, sir. dog. Don't you, leave sir, that out. Can, can we talk about this? You can't assume a double play. We, well, you can't assume a double play. I mean, is there a stat? I, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm the almost interception reference. stat? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to check pro football reference to see if there's an almost interception stat. I mean, I, I, you know, not my problem. I can only go by the stats I see on the stat book. You know, at the end of the season, at the end of the game, they do have a, you know, a, a, a a, a, stat, a complete stat book you can find, and I don't see a pick on there. You know, and, 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 you know not, 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 and, the thing, and, and that's what's so crazy. Okay, so what if he threw an interception? So what if he picked it off? There was no way to judge. He wasn't going to throw three. True. He wasn't going to have four turnovers. And long as he doesn't have that, the Cowboys were going to win that game. You know, it, it, it's, it's naive of us to think that he's going to go this whole season without throwing an interception. Oh, it'll and, come. And when, he, when, when he does it, you know, let's not act the fool. Yeah, that's part of the game. Oh, look, 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 look at the interceptions that Patrick Mahomes is throwing already. Look at all the other quarterbacks that throwing interceptions. You know, it happens. But that doesn't make you a bad quarterback. This decision maker, they get paid to another side of the ball. Well, we'll talk about pay. That's yeah, coming are. around the corner. That is Clarence Hill Jr. There's a reason why you're appreciate here, you, and that's Clarence. why you're here. That's why Clarence appreciate Hill's here. You, man. Hey, man, appreciate you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thank you, man.